Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist Inkwell. This is your spiritual podcast for grounded people. For some reason in my head, I totally expected you to say, welcome to the Forgotten Storytellers, because we just started that today, too. So <laughs> I'm all over the place. I know, I know. No, we didn't. We're good. We're at the Alchemist Inkwell, which you can now apparently listen to on my TikTok, too. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There was an attempt. It may have worked. (laughs) Right. There's apparently some sort of beta thing that TikTok's doing where you can like link a podcast. If you click on that like video I have pinned at the top that says work with me, it should have like a listen to my podcast link that you can click and then listen to it on TikTok, supposedly. So we'll see if that's a thing. Yeah. But anyway, that was what we did today. Yeah. We started the program <laughs> storytellers and registered our podcast. We're trying to be on top of things, you guys. <laughs> and we also got candles to light. We did. <laughs> Thank you to Sarah, our forgotten storyteller from a last cohort. She gave yeah. us matching candles that are, are same, same, but different. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> we were lighting those the whole time. So that was fun smell lovely. as well. Mm-hmm. They very much do. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, I feel like we should do some like announcement updates right up front before we dive into this week's content. Uh, just cause, cause so a couple different things. First of all, we are hosting a conference slash gathering the metaphysical gathering, or I'm sorry, a what a spiritual gathering, <laughs> spiritual, what? a gathering, responsible spiritual exploration. I got there. It's our event. I know the title. Um, apparently. Uh, So that's what we are hosting. It is in January. It's in Richmond. If you've been trying to buy tickets, though, I do just want to say ticket sales, for some reason, the software on the website's end went down and we have been waiting all of this weekend. We're recording this on Monday. You're hearing this on Thursday. We've been waiting all this weekend to get it fixed. Um, As of right now, it's not quite fixed yet, but it should be fixed soon. So if you're having any issues buying tickets, it's not you and it's not yet sold out. Um, Just we will, you know, wait till when you hear this, maybe give it a shot. Um, or maybe, you know, if the weekend, give it a shot and just see how it goes. Uh, again, it's not something that we can really do a lot about. We're just kind of a wait in a wait and see moment, um, which is so lovely for our sense of control over this event that we're having, but that's okay. Divine timing. Um, <laughs> all in divine time. So we're, we're holding space for that. But just so you know, if you're having any issues um, buying any tickets, it's, it's not because it's sold out. It's literally just a software issue that we are working on getting fixed presently correct Uh, but yeah but we would love for you to come like please come (laughs) it's gonna be so much fun we're gonna have a blast with it it's gonna be amazing um i can't wait uh you get to hang out with us in person and rebecca in person and we get to do fun stuff and there's gonna be amazing keynotes and workshops and panels and reads and scavenger hunts and all sorts of magical things so if that feels aligned to you we would love to see you there it's going to be in richmond at the end of january so you can check out all the information on sacredspacesgathering.com but yeah that's something we're doing which is really exciting uh stoked on it really really stoked on it it's going to be amazing Mm -hmm. um of course we do still have spots on our trips to italy and japan if you want to join us in italy or japan um, we would love to have you join. Both are going to be really unique and different experiences from one another, um, obviously, because we're going to different countries, but also just because of the things we're seeing, like the energies are just very different. Um, so in Italy, it's a lot of like, you know, we're traveling in Roman history and medieval history and talking to like spirits there and the, you know, astrologers that walked those streets. And I'll give you all sorts of information about La Custa. We're going to the Vatican and channeling objects that are in the Vatican museums to actually get their history and like information off of them, which is going to be oh, cool. Um, okay. And then in 
Japan, it's a little bit different because we're going to these shrines that are incredibly, incredibly ancient, but we're more talking to the guardian spirits of the shrines and the protecting spirits of the shrines and letting the shrines naturally activate our energy and heal our energy and um, going to some of the oldest neighborhoods in Tokyo, Kyoto, and Osaka, um, oldest shopping districts and channeling people who used to be there and, and really just helping. It's more of a healing trip, I would say, in a lot of ways. It's like a let the energy of this place really heal your soul sort of energy um and it's something i think we're all going to need to be totally honest by next yeah by next august so we're really looking forward to it if you are into it there is really really reasonable payment plans like starting at like 200 dollars a month like very reasonable payment plans available um so if you want to check that out of course you can do that too um i just wanted to highlight that i also um just want to speak to the fact that uh today we're talking more about what Krista's sense of expertise is. Um, so if you want more information, by all means, please go check out Krista's TikTok or Krista's YouTube. I want to plug you because you deserve it and you don't plug yourself. So I'm plugging you. I, <laughs> I forget. Like, honestly, I forget to talk about what I do. And I'm just like, why is this such an echo chamber? Oh, wait, because I don't tell anybody it exists. My bad, you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what we're talking about today is just some stuff that I'm going to be posting little like tutorials and descriptions of on TikTok, but basically it's folk magic again. <laughs> so yep. what we did this time, um, I think I've mentioned briefly that I used folk magic to help me find a house <laughs> mm -hmm. and yes, I'm as surprised as anybody else is. Um, so the first thing I kind of want to start out with was, is the difference between like astrological magic and folk magic, which are two of my greatest loves. They are both types of magic. One is considered high magic. And really all that means is like refined, highly specific, super detailed. You can't even do it all the time kind of magic. Um, and then folk magic is the, this is what we have to work with. We're going to align it with everything in our nature and we're going to do our best to, to make the conditions right, but we can do it all the time. And mm -hmm. there is a place for both. And I think it's really important to remember that both can be healing, both can be uh, lifestyle. They're really, really amazing. I do magical elections for my Patreon every month. Um, but we also, you know, those are just like elections. So they're like, do this thing to use the energy. Right. This one worked out almost unintentionally to be pretty cool for astrology as well. So mm -hmm. when we got back from Greece with everybody, um, we decided to start looking for a house. I didn't realize that this was co coinciding with um, Saturn stationing retrograde on my IC, <laughs> which is a point that really represents home and history and, you know, comfort in a chart. Uh, but it did. And then throughout all of Saturn retrograde, which started around June 17th, mm -hmm. I was looking for a house and looking for a house and looking for a house. And finally, I think it was when I got back from the forgotten storytellers trip. Yeah. I was like, I'm fed up astrology. Like I was doing horror astrology. Like, is this the house? Is that the house? When am I going to find the house? And finally, eventually you'll find astrology will say, Hey, knock it off. You're asking too much. Like you're asking too frequently. You're fixating on this cards. will do a similar thing. So uh -huh. I was noticing that the chart was kind of <laughs> mocking me. So uh -huh. I was like, okay, astrology is not the method I'm supposed to use here. Nope. Let's go with the folk magic route. And I tell you, all I did was Google house finding spells <laughs> And I found one on Llewellyn's website and it was very generic, very simple, hardly anything to it whatsoever. And I thought I can't mess it up. So I might as yeah. well try. And I spruced it up a little bit. You know, there was, I think the, the incantation was just housing, housing, come to me. And I was like, 
great, but I need to feel it. I, I truly mm-hmm. believe that when you feel what you're doing, it works better. So I turned it into a song and I incorporated a couple of things into the song of what I was looking for. And so I made a little song out of the incantation. I did what the spell requested, which involved a glass bottle, a candle, and a piece of paper. That's all I needed. And uh, the very next day, two houses that fit exactly the image that I had put on the piece of paper in the bottle came on the market. And by that weekend, we had signed on a house. Mm -hmm. And so you were supposed to keep everything you did for that until you are in the house. So I kept it on a special place on my altar for 30 days. And whenever I started worrying about the house, I would light the candle again to remind myself that magic was at work Mm -hmm. and everything went flawlessly, flawlessly where everything could have gone wrong. It went so smoothly. Um, And we moved into the house on the weekend and I thought, okay, I have to finish the spell. So I did. Mm -hmm. And that was sort of one of my ways of introducing myself to the house. And then Saturday I did some protection work, which I'll also be sharing. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, obviously, we have not held back our journey with any of this since both of us bought houses this year. Um, we didn't plan on both buying houses at the same time. This is not like we coordinate our lives together. Much. It's just work out. It just happens. It just happens um, repeatedly with a lot of different things. But I just want to make sure you guys know that this was not something that we were like, we're going to both buy houses at the same time. Like, it's just mm-hmm. is how it worked out, um, which is funny because when you talk about your journey with... Um, Saturn retrograde mine was mine was very similar because when we got back from Greece we were like I guess let's look at houses now um and we figured it out one two three this was actually the first house we looked at oh yeah this is the very first house we looked at um and we (laughs) and it's so funny because everyone's always like you never buy the first house you look at I'm like I did (laughs) buy the first house I look at um but very similarly, um, not necessarily with the magic sort of space, but definitely with the energy of manifesting and things like that and just kind of trusting the universe, trusting my guides and that kind of space. However, when we got in here, I've done very magical things to make the house energetically feel not only protected and safe, but also aligned with me and us and what we're doing here and our energies, because this is a forever thing. We're going to be here forever. So um, making sure that we like introduce ourselves. So we just wanted to talk a little bit about from the folk magic side for Krista and like all the protection things you did, all the things that you did for your house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll also talk about some energetic stuff I did just because we are going into wintertime. Um, and oftentimes wintertime is the nesty time. It's the time when you, it's the nesty time. It's the time when you want to like make things feel more homey. You want to feel safe and protected, um, especially with things being as tumultuous as they are right now. This is your space and claiming that little bit of space and honoring that space can be really, really helpful. So whether you live in an apartment or your parents' basement or a huge mansion, you can use all of the stuff we're going to talk about it. I just want to make sure you you know that. Yeah. I mean, and there's so many like very simple things that you can do to protect Mm -hmm. your house. And then you can go into a little bit more, a little bit more ceremonial. I tend to Mm -hmm. like ceremonial stuff because it just feels so much more grounded to me. You know, I've got really heavy earth in my chart. So as tangible as I can make something, it makes me feel really good. Having a little bit of ceremony to something adds a a certain sense of meaning to it for me. Uh, But I know other people who are just like, it is because I say so. And sometimes I'm that way too. But for my house, I really wanted to convince myself and remind myself how real this is. So Mm -hmm. I decided to do a lot more practice here. One of the first things that I did, which was so exciting, we have a really good, um, a really good holistic shop nearby. 
It is mm-hmm. legit. It has the things that, that are mentioned in the ancient books, in the traditional stuff and in more modern stuff. So I was like, I want to get iron nails. Yeah. And, and if you put iron nails at the cardinal positions of your house around your property, it's a really good way of sort of creating a protective shroud around the house. Yeah. So I wanted to find iron nails and I thought I was going to get little guys. I'd seen them in little jars at this place before. And I was like, cool, I'm going to go get some iron nails. They'll be tiny. I will never find them again, but it's okay because they'll be iron and they're rusted. I saw mm-hmm. them that way. So I knew that they were like a more pure iron because the more pure iron, the more you get into its rawest form. We're kind of going mm-hmm. in that direction, I guess. But when I went there to get them, they mm-hmm. didn't have the little iron nails. They had actual railroad spikes. And I was so <laughs> excited. So I bought railroad spikes. And on, on the Saturday that Saturn stationed retrograde right near my IC on Saturn's day at Saturn hour, I went around my property and I used an incantation. Hold, please. Krista is flushing incantation. Krista is returning to seat. Uh, So I used an incantation from one of the Pennsylvania Dutch folk magic practice that I I work with. It's called powwow, colloquially. Bracharai Mm -hmm. is the Eastern German magic that came over and turned into powwow. Powwow is a misnomer that came from people who had run into uh, Native Americans, noticed that their healers were you know doing or doing what was called powwow and then they came here saw healers in pennsylvania and said oh you must be powwows and it's stuck <laughs> so there we are uh, it did. yeah so, so convenient. i prefer i prefer to continue to call it brahari even though it's evolved f- in mm-hmm. its own cultural way i still just don't like to use the word powwow so my pennsylvania dutch folk magic practice is has this book called The Long Lost Friend. And that's, I explained everything because on this book, it's called Powwow's Long Lost Friend. Uh, and so that's mm-hmm. why it says that. And this is from like, I think early 1800s. Yeah, it was written in the 19th century. It's got a lot of, um, a lot of remedies and how to banish a fever and plasters and different things like that in it. Um, some things that came from uh, Albert Magnus, which is an Egyptian whole mm-hmm grimoire that they also drew from you can tell that came from eastern germany um but in this one i found a really simple one and it is uh christian based i'm not going to say it's christian religion based because i do think those are two separate things Mm -hmm. but we'll see that it often references god the father god the son god the holy spirit an alternative Mm -hmm. i like to do is god the creator god the compassion and god the wisdom it's a lot more inclusive that's fun the actual energy of it yeah so um I found something on here that protects a home or hearth. So I grabbed that and I uh, said that along with my hammering in of my nails. And uh, then you just do a ceiling cross over it three times and you say whatever ceiling prayer you want to say. I did in the name of God, the creator, God, the compassion and God, the wisdom, because Mm -hmm. there's no, um, there's no patriarchy involved in that. Makes me feel. I like that. Yeah. I do also want to say like, the words can be as grand as you were mentioning um, with as far as like you like things more being more ceremonial and stuff I like ritual stuff too. I do a lot more stuff that is just because I decided um, a lot of the time because half the time I have to do it very much on the fly because I've just been given information and this is what I need to do right now. So I'm like, cool, I decided this, um, which is totally fair too. But I will say like the when you mentioned like 
the more you feel the words, the more impactful it is. That is very accurate. The more you feel the words, the more impactful it is. So I think it's less about the words and more about the energy that you put behind the words. So mm-hmm. go with things that feel aligned with you when it, whether it comes to clearing your space or activating your space or re-energizing your space or protecting your space. Like it should come from heart channel sort of energy more than anything. So just before you stress out, I'm like, what's the right thing to say? Yeah. Whatever you want. <laughs> Especially when it comes to folk magic. The one thing is there's there's two ways to approach folk magic, right? And I want to mm-hmm. be very honest about this. You can approach it from the very traditional point of view, which is kind of mm-hmm. how I go with astrology. I stick yeah. as close to source as I can because I don't know what it does when I do when I deviate. So I'm yeah. not messing with that yet. However, I was unwittingly raised in this folk magic. So I've been mm-hmm. doing it for like more than 20 years. And so I know and I can feel and I can intuit when mm-hmm. to sort of guide it in different directions. And honestly, I let the energy guide me. The song mm-hmm. that I made, I did it on the spot. I literally just let it come out. I yeah. used the housing, housing come to me as the first line and then just sang whatever else came out about it. And it mm-hmm. ended up rhyming perfectly and all that stuff. And it was awesome. And I was very grateful. And it was one of the ways that I knew that this was going to work because it did, because it worked so well with the spell. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, again, Housing, housing come to me would work just fine too, if that works for you. I didn't feel it. So I made it into something that I could feel. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's an amazing point. Mm -hmm. And I do just want to say too, like if you want to, if you're like, okay, well, I don't really have access to like the iron spikes or something like that. You're like, I just want to do something else. You can also just take stones and paint something on them or Mm -hmm. you know woods and wood and carve runes into them or whatever feels good to you and it can literally also just be a word like words are magic that is just us scribbling um symbols that mean something which is just like every other symbol that means something Mm -hmm. and you can do that as well for protection or activation or like i have stuff placed around the property to make it a temple that was Mm -hmm. my intention is i want it to be sacred like a temple protected like a temple and energized like a temple so that is what I focused on when placing things around my property and in the orientation of that, um, I tried to do cardinal points and then also intuitively where it felt to, felt like it need one where I sensed more magic needing to ground in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another thing that you can do. And it's actually something that does energetically change the space as well. Very deeply. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, I, I want to say for any of the um, astrologically inclined out there, iron, yes, I know, is associated to Mars. <laughs> um, however, I wanted to do it on Saturn's day at Saturn's hour because that's what I was led to do. Uh, yeah. But also because Saturn is good for protection. Mars yeah. is good for protection in like an Avenger sense. Saturn is good for like your bouncer. You're not going to get past me anyway kind of energy. Um, and I'm not going to use lead in my yard. So yeah. I went with iron. Saturn, <laughs> we're not going there. Um, so I went with of the course iron. Saturn uh, rules lead. Yeah, yeah. Saturn mean, protection and death. <laughs> right? You mean you mean Kronos wants to kill you with the metal? Yep. Yep. That's anyway. the thing. Uh, yeah. So, Reaper. Yep. Exactly. So I I understand that there is a combination of planetary elements being used in that. Yeah. Um, but I also I'm okay with it. In this yeah. sense, in this sense, especially because I'm not, I'm not embodying or in what they would call ensouling a moment mm-hmm. of astrological energy into an astral talisman to carry mm-hmm. around with me. Um, therefore, I'm okay with it. If I were doing an actual astrological talisman, I would be very particular 
about what astrology I was using, what alignments were going on, how much dignity was in play, because you're giving a body to a spirit of a moment. And you're saying, Hey, come hang out in my world. That's very Ouija board esque, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be inviting something in again, you want to be conscious about what it is you're inviting and your Venus talisman. I was very Mm -hmm. specific on the image, on the material, on the timing, all of those things, because a, I was giving it to someone who's not me. So I was not going to take chances. Um, Mm -hmm. but also B, because that's something you've created into the world and you want to be very, um, respectful of mm-hmm. that, that work. I don't want to say it's a power because I, I actually come from a lineage of uh, Christopher Warnock's magical practice. And he's great because he's, he calls himself a celestial priest and he uh, mm-hmm. works also with hoodoo. He's initiated into it and mm-hmm. he, um, he's a Buddhist of mm-hmm. mindset. So he considers planetary work to be devotional rather than controlling of the mm-hmm. diamonds or spirits of planetary energies, which I also find really inspirational. And I kind of follow in that track. I'm not trying to Mm -hmm. control any spirits. I'm working with them and I'm giving them a space to work. Yeah. If you guys want to look at a talisman, if you're watching the YouTube, it's that circle. You can't really see it super well because it's shiny, but that is, yeah, it's frosted. It's a mirror. Krista frosted for me. It was a, that's a talisman. talisman. It's It's a lunar talisman. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lunar talisman to protect from. Yep. It's a woman sitting on a crab on frosted mm-hmm. glass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love it. It's right there. She is a, she is a happy place. Yeah. So anyway, if you want to see it. That's, that's my <laughs> most proud talisman. That one and the one that um, I'll be talking about these in my talk on astromagia, by the way, I'll be talking about folk magic and high yeah. magic with astrology, um, mm-hmm. which is on the 17th. It's Friday. It's the Friday of November that is a teen um, and I'll be at 1030 in the morning. Um, yeah. What is that? The what teen is- Friday. The teen Friday. November teen Friday. Yeah. 17th. Yeah. The 17th at 1030 AM. I oh. will be getting a talk on just how to use traditional texts and how to decode them because some of them are trying to guide you yeah. in a very Saturnian way <laughs> towards wisdom. Mm-hmm. Eastern time. Eastern. Time. Oh yeah, ten thirty a.m. Eastern time. Correct. Yes. Just wanted yeah. to make sure. So. Um, the other thing that I did in my house to just kind of build off of some of that too is you can kind of see them in the YouTube, but I have these big crystal balls hanging in all of my windows that are refractory and yeah. like make rainbows happen all over the place. Ordinarily, I'd probably be able to you'd see all the rainbows coming. There's also a bunch all over my head, but I have them in my main rooms to catch the sunlight because light can purify energy really, really well. So at least once a day, each of the rooms is bathed in rainbows that, you know, face the light. Um, And that immediately switched up the energy. It also made it a more welcoming space um, for the Fae and for growth. So as far as, I mean, you guys, you guys know the stories. I've already told you my fairy stories, but of course they came with us. Um, and immediately as soon as they came with us and had a place, like our yard started growing a ton more hollyhocks and a ton more dandelions and all this like energy just like burst through as far as actual growing things, um, which is something else that I really wanted for our space as well. So that was another thing that I did that was like had intention that was like one, I just like rainbow energy. It's pretty and beautiful and like wonderful and lovely to be bathed in. But two, on a very energetic level, light has an ability to activate, heal, move energy also. So if that's something that, I mean, that's a really simple thing to do to just make your space way more high vibe and to have like a daily, basically like a daily energy vacuum 
<laughs> daily energy cleanse of particular spaces. Yeah. It's a really, a really valuable thing too. ADHD. All of a sudden, Chris's eyes just like, ooh. <laughs> it's like, uh, Chris? No, so we're onboarding um, people from the Forgotten Storytellers. And of course, every time I see an email alert, I'm like, does someone need help? And then I immediately like shift over to make sure mm -hmm. that everything's okay. And everything is okay. Um, but I decided to respond to something. And usually I can multitask and listen and type at the same time. And then you caught me. I could not do it that time. <laughs> my bad. Um, but I do agree. Like I also, back to your um, the prisms that you create, rainbows are mm -hmm. insanely cleansing. Mm -hmm. And I'm yeah. I'm extremely inspired by that. I think I want to try to bring in some rainbow prisms here too. There's a couple other things I'm going to be doing to protect the house uh, that I will also be sharing on TikTok if people are interested, um, including there's a little charm you hide in your garage Aww, to keep away thieves and illness. So mm -hmm. that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Okay. And I don't get sick often, but Dan does. So to keep away illness would be great. <laughs> That's great for anyone with kids. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so the other thing we want to talk about today is we got a some fun full or sorry new moon energy coming your way um, on a Monday the thirteenth. So after you hear this, um, we've got new moon energy. And is there any other elections that we need to be aware of? Um, for me, this I don't see anything huge. Mean? Yeah, I mean um, not elections. Yeah, transit. Yeah. So we do have. I I would be aware of Saturday, um, mm -hmm. being aware of Saturday, trying to avoid arguments, trying to avoid accidents. It's Mars opposite Uranus. So there's a lot mm -hmm. of impulsivity that can go either direction uh, on that day. So just, you know, the more you do things like spontaneously on purpose, um, the better, you know, make sure you're really listening to your inner guidance on that. The new moon is a spicy one. The new moon, she's got some stuff going on because it's a new moon after eclipse season. Yay. But it's in Scorpio. So the moon's in fall. She's feeling mm -hmm. kind of crazy there. Um, and it's opposite Uranus, just like Mars. And if you think, why, why is that when Mars was just opposite Uranus? Now the moon and the sun are opposite Uranus. Yeah, because they're conjunct Mars. So this Mars Uranus opposition is going to be brought even into more of a personal sphere on Monday the 13th when the new moon uh, brings it down to us even more. Um, so just being very careful next Monday. Uh, if you're starting something new, it might be something you're starting on an impulse and it might be something that is a huge uh, divergence from what you would normally do. And that might be amazing. And it mm -hmm. may come as a result of something that you normally do not working anymore all of a sudden. Um, so keep that in mind, be very gentle with yourself. One of my best pieces of advice for this one is to know why you feel like doing something or know why you're feeling a certain way journal about how you're feeling before you share it with other people, because there's a big, you know, propensity in here for arguments, um, or, you know, just, you know, saying things or doing things out of a, a rash motivation. So breathing is very good. If you have the the instinct to take an action, take the next like least drastic action, get the energy out and then move forward. That's why I recommend journaling. Um, mm -hmm. I had, there was one moment where I was able to do this. That's a pretty good example um, where I was having, I was very hurt by something someone said. And in that moment, I could feel the meltdown welling up. 
but I needed to put it somewhere else because I could feel my own Mars coming out of like, I want to break something. I want to hit something. I need to do something. And I had a coffee cup. It was a Starbucks cup. So it was plastic. And I looked around and I saw a garbage can. So I walked over to the garbage can and I smashed that coffee cup into the garbage can as hard as I could because it got the energy out in a way that the, the ex the expulsion of energy was satisfied. And then I could go back into the conversation and be more rational. So, um, if you have those options, look for your resources. I would say it's also going to be when I look at the energy of this, you know, coming week, it is an energy of figuring out what you stand for. It's very much a building foundation sort of stuff. I agree with the rash energy. That doesn't mean like I stand for this jump. It means this is what I believe in. This is things that are aligned with me. And these are things that are not aligned with me. And I'm going to do the research or the technical application to back that up. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of like, Hey, the world has changed around us over eclipse season. The world has completely spun on its axis genuinely. And now what do you want to stand for in this world and like what do you believe in in this new world and what are things that are valuable to you in this world so if there's anything if you're like i need direction with this because i feel this martial energy like ah but i need direction i would take time and like actually honestly write out a list make a poster i don't know whatever feels good for you do something in that kind of capacity being like these are things that are valuable to me these are the things that i believe in strongly these are the things that i i am willing to stand for in my personal sphere and space um and make sure you've done kind of either the either the spiritual work or the energetic work or the like um research to back those things up with honesty and truth and the why those things matter and are important to you this is a big why week this is mm-hmm. a big why week of like Hey, these things matter to you now. They're different than things that mattered to you before. These are new, not not that they didn't, but they're they're more ingrained now. They're more grounded. And this mm-hmm. is a space to stand on that ground and be like, this is why. This mm-hmm. is why these things are important to me. This is why I'm moving forward in this way. Um, and I think a lot of people are going to be doing that very subconsciously and therefore might make those rash decisions versus now you have that warning and heads up of like, hey this is not a subconscious thing. This is a, this is a now thing. This is a do it thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can pay attention to that and do it in a way that's not rash. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to feel very urgent in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so if you can give yourself a breath and if you can put that energy into research, like you're saying, Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, it's going to make a world of difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I will say that I think the feeling of helplessness is going to transform into the feelings of anger. Um, but anger that has direction and purpose and doesn't just burn out in an instant mm-hmm. anger that is deep and long. Um, that lets you have, because I want to just say like arguments are not inherently bad. Anger is not inherently bad. None of those things are inherently bad things. You might want to avoid arguments. However, if, if you can't avoid arguments, make sure you know why you're arguing. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's not because I feel this thing right now. It's no, I've thought about this extensively and this is how I actually like these, this is the ground I'm standing on. Um, So just know, like that's the energy of this week. It's just like this really supported, like the the purposeful anger, the depth anger. And if you can let the argument be productive, you know, if someone else makes a good point, take it in. If you Mm -hmm. have a response to it, respond. If you Mm -hmm. can argue all the way through, 
because we don't yeah. just argue to blow up. You know, we argue because there's something going on. And if you continue the argument until you get down to that root thing, you find a mm -hmm. lot more clarity and common ground. And then you can actually move forward and do something about it instead of just feeling bad. It's very yeah. important. Um, but yeah, that whole deep seated kind of anger thing is a very scorpionic trait. And it's mm -hmm. something that we may be feeling. Yeah. So just know that I don't want anyone to be afraid of that. And if you want to manifest anything on this, this new moon, what I would say is manifest that deeper understanding of yourself, mm -hmm. like things that will help you understand yourself in a deeper level, understand what you stand for, why you stand for it, like manifest those types of things for this new moon. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you can always manifest other things too, if you want to, but I mean, as far as what this energy is supporting, that would be the things I would recommend calling in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or an opportunity to find those things about yourself, whether it's, I want to know these things I'm manifesting. I want these things I want to know about myself, or I want an opportunity to understand these things about myself, like in real time, whether that is a new job or something like that, that helps you understand more of yourself more in depth or an opportunity to volunteer somewhere or an opportunity to make a new connection or a new friendship that helps you understand more about yourself that sort of thing but it needs to be focused it's a selfish focused one selfish selfishly focused on yourself of understanding yourself in a more deep way yep agreed so yeah cool um yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it for this week, you guys. If you try any of the home protection stuff or anything, please let us know how that goes for you. Or if you have other things you do for your house um, to help it feel homey or safe or protected or like a temple or whatever it is, by all means, please let us know that as well. Um, really, really cool energy. Oh, also, we wanted to mention um, our incredible author, Aspen. Yes. Um, we're in the process of beta reading her book, and it's really, really good. <laughs> It's a really good book. We're so excited about it. Um, she is currently funding for like kind of her next tier of the publishing process. If you like um, books that have a point, that, that commentary on the world, yeah. but in a fiction way, so they're easy to digest, her book is fantastic. If you like um, witty, strong-willed women, mm -hmm. uh, her book is fantastic. If you want to have kind of a murder, not murder, a mystery it, it feels like a murder mystery sort of vibes uh, mixed with like a rom-com sort of vibes. It's not a murder mystery, but it is a mystery like suspense mixed with like a rom-com with social commentary. Uh, it's phenomenal. It's called the Crimson Clover. You should, yeah, you should go look up, look up her content. Um, she's on TikTok and um, support her campaign. So you can get a copy of this book as soon as it comes out. She's a forgotten storyteller. The book is high vibe and activating and it is incredible. So I just want to plug that in there too, because I've had Crimson so and Clover stuck in my head all weekend. So mm -hmm. <laughs> the song, yep. which is great. Yep. Um, yeah. So we, yeah, we want you to head over there because she deserves all of the support and her, her content's amazing. She's an incredible author and her book is fantastic. So mm -hmm. go check her out. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you yeah and mm -hmm. to everybody who already has supported her so much um mm -hmm. thank you that's incredible of you and we're so excited i'm pretty sure everybody who donates gets at least a digital copy of the book so you will be mm -hmm. able to see what you contributed to which is yeah amazing. there's a there's also a tier where you can get like monthly updates from her cat which is adorable i'm so stoked about that one so yeah it's, it's totally worth it too because she's such a good writer and the cat is so opinionated it's amazing <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah there's a bunch of really cool like rewards that go into just you know backing and support plus it's, you can 
get in on this book that I think is going to do big things in the world. Mm -hmm. Good book. Um, Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Happy November. We're here in it in November (laughs) already. Yeah, I know. I will say October didn't go fast. I didn't feel like October was fast. I just I felt like there was a lot in it. So I'm not surprised to be at November. But of course, any progression of time makes us feel like, wow, time is progressing. Um, which time is imaginary? You can slow it down if you want to. The easiest way to slow it down is to try to do at least one new thing a week because if you have one new thing to look forward to, it does the thing you did when you were a little kid where mm-hmm. everything was new and you're excited about every new thing. It does that. But as mm-hmm. an adult, it helps slow time. Yep. Just to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, thank you so much for being here. Um, we appreciate you and we hope that you take all of this very interesting energy and you... <laughs> Go make make some magic. magic. Oh, no. I was just trying not to laugh while I was doing that one because I was reminded of the one I did a couple weeks ago. Like, take all this magic and go. Wait, hold. No, hold on. Magic and go make? Go make and magic.